Hola, mi gente. Welcome to another episode of Sassone Sessions. Today, I have my brother from another mother with me, and I am so honored. I am so proud to have you on. You introduce yourself. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, BK Matt from the Year Sports Show. How you doing, Panda? I'm doing well. Happy New Year. I, uh, it don't even feel like a new year. It feels like the same old year. It's, it's a, a new year, same COVID. You know, yeah. a different strain, whatever that shit is called. And I'm just like, I'm over it. I hate it here. I stay at my house. <laughs> Listen, I can't stay at my house because, you know, teachers, you know, they don't want us to do remote. So we have to be out in the school. Well, I do both. I go outside just to work, come back, stay in the house, or to drop off the kids to school. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Same old, same old. You know, life of life of fatherhood. It never stops. I, I mean, I can't relate, but you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm an older sister of seven siblings, so I understand. I used to, you know, get them ready in the morning, uh, yeah. make sure she had her homework done. Generations so, of a parent. Yeah, yeah you know, it's go- like I don't have any. My of my own kids, but I have my siblings, I have my students. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, you know, you, you take them like your own, you know. I know like, mad teachers that look at their kids, look at their students like those are my babies and they follow. It's like I got a homegirl. Um, she I think she does like pre-K or so, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like she's been doing it since like I want to say like oh nine, oh or twenty ten. In her first class, she's followed them all the way to where they're at now. (laughs) She's not like their teacher. She just follows them. Yeah, yeah. Parents and everything. I'm like, yo, you got to relax. Like, (laughs) you got to let them babies go. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's it's hard because this is obviously last year. um, In March, I make my first year at my school. Mm -hmm. And I got attached to a lot of my kids. And the kids that I had last semester are all graduates. For those mm-hmm. that don't know, I am I work at a preschool for special needs. And mm-hmm. so their ages are from three to five. But majority of my classroom was already a graduates going into kindergarten. Yeah. So there were these two boys. One was removed to my classroom because um we it was just like he was just hard and we had like a few difficult kids so they took him yeah. on they put him in a different classroom that needed the extra space either way yeah. and then the other one graduated and he was the most kindest kid ever he would come up to me like with my teacher he would like give her a hard time but I would like he would come up to me and I would treat him like a baby and I'm like it's okay papito and he would lay down on me he was like he would just put like this sad face and I'll just comfort him. So like whenever something happened, he'll come to me for comfort. My teacher's like, stop babying him. I was like, but he's just my, he's my baby. Yeah. <laughs> you got that mothering spirit. You always had that. Yeah. And it's so funny because, you know, my kids now, um, a lot of, you know, we're not technically supposed to have nap time, but we do have downtime. And a lot of my kids do take naps. So we lay them like either on the bean bags or we have like this beanbag chair and we have like a tent and stuff. So one of my kids never goes to sleep with one of the TAs. But mm-hmm. the moment that the kid comes with me, he's knocked out. 
and they're like, what is it with you? I go to other classrooms and they're like, how did you get this child to sleep? This child never sleeps. And I was just like, I mean, oh, you got to because there's some kids that so a lot of special needs kids have different things that they that they like. So some kids yeah. like pressure. So we put like weighted vest on them or we do like the flat bean bags. You kind of like wrap them in it and we give them like a few pressures. And that kid, I wrapped him in the bean bag and I gave him a few pressures and he knocked out. What's and that, they were um, like, huh? It, it's like babies. They like the they like to be wrapped up. I forgot how, what it's called. My yeah, the swaddle. The swaddle thing. Like the mm-hmm. swaddle technique. You got to swaddle them like real, real tight. Mia had um she had colic. So mm. like um this is around the time she was just born. She must have been like probably like a month old if if that much. Um and T was doing uh she was doing like the computer work thing for Amazon. Okay. So I'll be in like the next room and that would be the only way I can get Mia to calm down was <laughs> to like wrap her up like an egg roll. That's right. So- hold her real, real tight. And then just like shake, like just walk around shaking. I must have put a hole in in our apartment because I would literally walk <laughs> around my room over and over and over and over until she finally fell asleep. But that I've seen those videos where the guy has a picture of their wife on their face and trying to give mm-hmm. the baby the bottle, and the baby's just drinking it. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. "This is the other words." My sister, my little sister, she. Um, when she, when she was born, like I said, to take care of her, I wasn't working. My mom was working and I got her used to sleeping on my chest. Mm-hmm. So when my sister was three weeks old, my mom came to the room. I, I don't remember what time it was, but she was like, you got her used to your boobs. Like now you put her to sleep every day. So I was like, okay. And so from my, my sister was three weeks old till she was seven, she would always mm-hmm. sleep with me. And so still to this day, like this girl, born? she lays down on my chest. I'm like, you're not a baby anymore. You're 11, about to be 12. But she goes, but they're comfortable. And she'll just lay down on my chest, like, to go to sleep. And I'm just like, girl, really? I do that when they're first born, chest to chest. Like, mm-hmm, the skin to yeah. skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but it was just hilarious. Like, and even still now, like I said, like she still does it. And I'm just like, um, child, I didn't give birth to you. Like, let me go. Cut the cord. I'm you're not your mom. And she's Mia's like, like that with you too. Huh? Mia's like that with you too. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of children, this episode is gonna be about parental stuff, um, parental care. Um I know you have three children, correct? Yes, I do. But if you add all the other kids that I raised, I got at least five. <laughs> Listen, with all my siblings, I, I got a lot of kids in this hand. Yeah. I got, but, uh, I got Athena, Kayla, Shane, Mia, and Maya. And then we had a, we had a miscarriage, which was Makai. So we yes. count her too. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's how yeah. I am. Um, my first sister, um, my mom, like she gave, she was a, uh, I think it's called stillborn. Yeah. My mom gave birth to her seven minutes later, she passed away. And that's still yeah. my first sister, no matter what. Like, you know, I made a shirt for my mom a long time ago and it says, 
like our names in order and her name is what under angel wings okay and yeah. she like loved the hell out of it but well, we still kind of got Makai. we got him cremated he's in like a, in a oh teddy in bear. one of those um furnace teddy bear. no we have him in the teddy bear oh really i've never heard of that that's interesting yeah. temple you gotta show it to me the next time i see you i got you we got him he's in our bedroom right now how old would um would your child be at this if they were still born? How old is Aiden? Uh, me is five, so he would be six, turning seven in March. No, April. I'm sorry, in April he'll be turning mm -hmm. seven in April. It's crazy because my brother's birthday because it's me, then my brother Charlie, and then my sister, and his birthday September 16. Mm -hmm. She was born September 18. <laughs> you want to hear something funny? You want to hear something funny? What? My wife's twin. My wife's uh -huh. twin, right? Um, My nephew, he was born the year after, right? Mm -hmm. The day before. I think it's the, the day after Makai was born. Mm -hmm. So, and he looks exactly like how Makai would look. Like, even wow. during the, um, what's some things? The sonogram pictures? Like, yes. we, we still kind of have the sonogram pictures. Mm -hmm. They look exactly like. Wow. I'm like, that that's some creepy stuff <laughs> so i got like a weird affinity to my nephew because it's like he's he reminds me of what makai would look like or what yeah. would have been. Yeah. wow that's crazy but i know that um we kind of in a way we share some same experience because you have a child that biologically is not yours but you say like this is my son no matter what yeah. and then for me it was just like you know my stepdad raised me of course and so i was like 19 i didn't really i found out that he wasn't really my father but what was it like to raise a kid that's not biologically yours um huh, that's kind of difficult to answer because you just talk it up to just raising kids in general Mm -hmm. So even if they're biologically yours, it's the same effect. Right. Uh, but were you guys together when she had your son? No. Okay. We weren't together. We didn't get together till he was like four, I believe. Might have been. He might have just turned four. We were talking, and then um, I believe he just turned four, and I when I met her. For the first time, like I've seen. Okay, him. that's what I was gonna say. Was that the first time, or this is when you guys had taken like a break? Yeah, like afterwards. Like I, he must have been. He was like he just turned four, because I was supposed to meet him for his birthday, his fourth birthday. Mm -hmm. But something happened, and then we ended up not, you know, me not seeing him, and then I seen him probably like a couple weeks later, and that's okay. when she visited Philly for the first time. Well, not Philly. That's when he visited Philly for the first time. Mm-hmm. And that's when I met him. And obviously, he's aware that, like, yeah. biologically, you, you're not his father. Because obviously, he does see his father, right? Boy, Shane is 13, and he really thinks he's, like, 25. Because he got height on him now. He's, like, close to my height. I mean, the you last know, time I saw him, he, he was getting tall. And yeah, he's at that age too. now where he's trying, he's trying his luck with a lot of things, you know. Oh, and no. I can't be mad because it's like I look at him and I'm like, damn, I was like that at 13. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's hard. Like, 
me and Shane have a weird, weird connection. Like, mm-hmm. he's every bit of me. And it's crazy because I never told him stories about me when I was young mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm not embarrassed of it, but I don't think that's certain things that I should glorify. Right. So, um, just to see him do the same, make the same mistakes that I made. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny because, like, growing up, my family used to say, like, you know, whatever you did as a kid, your child is going to do as a kid. So just to see Shane, that even though he's biologically not yours, he still does the same things as, like you said, he doesn't, you never told him any of your stories, but he's on the same route. Same route. Got himself a girlfriend and everything. It's like, I don't even know what to tell him. It's more or less trying to break his mother into the situation of, he ain't that, he ain't that seven to eight year old boy anymore. Yeah. Is that that age now where we gotta we 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 gonna have a problem, right? <laughs> it's like we gotta we gotta figure out how to route him to the point where he's not gonna be a teenage parent. One, uh, he has to understand the the, the times that we live in too, and just just understand how like. Your words mean a lot more than yeah. you think it does. So mm-hmm. don't. It's not always about action. Most of the time, is like people hang you by your words. So you have to understand how to how to maneuver and 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 keep your word. Yeah. So we're at that age now, which is difficult. I'm having <laughs> a hard. I'm having a hard time with that. Because oh, you don't want to. You don't want to. I remember how it was with me when it was like old people trying to tell me what to do, and I'd be like, (laughs) and then explaining like I've been there type of thing. Listen, I get it. Like I said, I'm the oldest, so like from my mom, from my sorry, from my dad's side, um, one of my sisters like snapped at my at my stepmom, Mm. and she was kind of like saying some shit that I was just looking at her like I had a USA because had it been the old person of me, I would have like spazzed on her ass. And so I had to take a few days to kind of, you know, calm down. And I hit her up and shockingly enough, like my sister was awake and we spoke about it. And I told her, I was like, you're wrong for what you did. And I explained to her what you did. And you know, I've spoken to my dad that, you know, I try to have conversations with her and he's like, thank you so much because, you know, she's always thinking that it's because we're her parents and we're old and we don't know what we're talking about. But seeing that it's you and you see it from a different perspective, like hopefully she can understand. And I'm just like, you know, I try my best, but I have heard I've done that situation too, where I've been like my parents are old. They don't know what they're talking about. But, you know, like we've all been there. We've all yeah, been there. It's, it's a matter of having that one adult figure, like like adult figure confidant. We've all had that one person. Like for me, it was my it was my cousin Jeremy, or it was my older brother Jabari, right? Right. So I would think more or less for Shane, it might be his uncle, Uncle Gary, Uncle G. You know G. Mm, I G remember him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it might be him because. Or it might be his dad. It might necessarily be his dad. I'm not too sure or privy to their, you know, their interaction or whatever. Because he 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 holds his father in a high regard, and he holds me to a high regard. But then there's certain aspects where he can talk to me about certain things 
or he could talk to his dad about certain things, or he just really solely relies on his uncle G, which mm. is which is cool. It's yeah. three different perspectives of being a black man in in America today. So it, it's it, it it helps. You know, yeah, we, it definitely helps having, especially those male figures in his life. Yeah. Definitely helps. How or his is... uncle Eric? Yeah, forgot about Eric. <laughs> oh yeah, your brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How um. Like, what does he call you? Well, me and it's crazy. Me and T was just talking about that, right? Um, mm-hmm. he has moments where he calls me dad. Okay. Like, if he introduces me to anybody, he'll be like, This is my dad. Okay. Or he'll just call me. So predominantly, he calls me Matt, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's, which I'm like, I kind of like, I'm like, I think you should call me that to a degree because mm-hmm. his father's still in, in, in the picture. You don't right. know how necessarily he's going to react to that. But his father's mm-hmm. cool with it because he's called, he slipped up and called me his dad to his dad, which is funny. <laughs> and and he's he just like, I don't care. You raised him. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah. Which is, is, you know, like I give him credit for that because there's been times like when I met my father, I would say, you know, because we're Hispanic, we, we say papi. So when I've said all that, mm-hmm. because my papi, my mommy, my papi, and he would look at me and he'll be so mad. But it's a different case because obviously my dad didn't get the opportunity to yeah. raise me, you know? And so even now it feels weird calling him my dad. And so um, like, I know that's my dad and I say, Oh yeah, like this is my dad and stuff like that. Um, but kind of what I've adjusted to calling him because when I first met my dad, I didn't know what to call him. I was like, do I call yeah. him Carlos? Do I call him Mac? Like, what do I call him? And I, I don't think comfort. I said anything that first time. Mm-hmm. But then as the years went by, my sisters actually call him Beth because my stepmom would always say babe. So because they were little, they would say Beth. So now I've just adjusted to call him Beth. <laughs> so that's who I call him now. <laughs> Which is just easier for me, but like on my phone, like I have him under like my handsome dad and stuff like that. So, but it's it's interesting to know, but that he calls yeah, you dad sometimes, comfort. or that he calls you that. It's all about comfort. Yeah, yeah, of course, because I know like uh, I've had conversations with Britt because obviously she has a lot of she has some siblings that are not like hers her siblings necessarily, but they've always said like this is your bonus. So like they her stepdad or something like that. She doesn't say that. She says this is my dad, or we go like our bonus mom or something like that. Which you know, in your case, you would be like, this is my bonus dad type of thing. And I think that that's pretty cool when you have a relationship like that, yeah. and especially that he's very yeah. understanding. He knows that like, he's been there to help out. Put it. <laughs> I've never heard that technology. The the bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I've never heard that before, but that it's pretty interesting. I'm I've never heard that before. That's cool. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like I've never heard about it either. And um, she would because they didn't want to say like this is your stepmom or anything. They just had it as like this is your bonus mom, or like yeah. your bonus dad. And so I thought that was pretty cool. I felt like it was proper instead of just saying like that. This is just my stepdad type of thing. Man, whatever, like I said, it's all about comfort. It's mm-hmm. all about how you view them and whatever makes 
the situation best for you as a child or you as the parent. Me, I never put the pressure on Shane to call me dad or anything mm-hmm. like that. Just call me whatever you feel that you need to call me. Just, you know, as long as we know that we got the understanding of who I am to you mm-hmm. um, and, and what role I play in your life. I mean, that's all that matters. He knows that if, if anybody is not around, he knows I always have him. Like right. when that, like through the roughest parts of his life, I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there to teach him a lot of things. You know, a lot of his graduations, I was there. His first days of school, I was there. So I mean, I'm, I'm it's all about being present. Basketball, I was there. You know, for yeah. everything. So, I mean, it. He knows who he is to me and how much he means to me. I tell him all the time. Right. Without us, you know, because he again, he's at that age now where he's supposed yeah. himself. So, you know, you talking like, oh. We get off the phone, like, I love you. Like, that's gay. Stop acting like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's it's that age, man. Because, like, you know, he's 13. And like I said, you know, I raised all my siblings. So they're like my my kids. So my sister is 11. She'll be 12. She got a little boyfriend. And I was just like, (laughs) like, I have, like, the... I'm sorry, like I feel this TMI because I know you don't want to know about your girls having this yet. But my sister got her period when she was nine. Ooh. And I said it telling her like this. It's like you, penis vagina makes a baby. So don't be making no babies. And she be like, at that time she was like, Ew, like you're so this. So like, why are you why are you saying it like that? And I'm like, I'm letting you know. But now she just be there laughing. She be saying worse things than I do. And I'm just like, who are you? Who created you? Because like what and then like i'll be like i love you and she's like Tuh. and i'm just like what do you mean Tuh? like say it back love me but you know i do i was like but just say it to me <laughs> he, he says the same exact <laughs> same exact thing well he go because he knows me and me and his uncle you know we have that we still have every bit of brooklyn in us even though we're in like east jesus wherever pennsylvania Mm-hmm. Like we'll still say like pause or whoa, oh, yeah. hey yo, relax. You gotta relax. He takes that from us, mm-hmm. and he'll be like, we'll say stuff, and he'll be like, whoa, hey. Yo. <laughs> and the thing is, like I've seen obviously Shane the cried a few times, so I can picture yeah. him saying like, yo, like hey yo, pause type of thing. <laughs> He's like the sexiest light skinned kid you got to meet. I guess <laughs> that's how he feels. You can't tell him nothing. He walking around with these tight. Tight pants. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. He rolls up his, his 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 basketball shorts. I'm like, so why don't you just shop in Toddlers if you want it all the way up there? Like they're pretty oh, much boxes. Like he, you can't tell him nothing. He's the like he's the he's the the, the sexiest 13 year old you ever freaking meet. Mm-hmm. Walk outside and nothing but no t shirt on. I'm like, why you don't got no t shirt on? <laughs> well, no t shirt on. Hair like whatever. He done colored his hair red. Like, oh my god! Like, you gotta show me this. He has the mohawk, like like locks in a sense. Yeah. Part of his red, no t-shirt on, just his his his, you know his Ethica his Ethica boxes and his <laughs> basketball shorts rolled all the way up so you can see the bottom of his Ethica his Ethica boxes and he's walking around in Crocs like he's the smoothest kid ever. I'm like, who made you? Where, where did this come Listen, from? this girl. Posted a picture on Snapchat because she got Snapchat, and she was in a whole damn crowd top. I said, "Where the hell's the rest of your shirt, child?" She said, oh, "This is the rest of the to, shirt." 
you added to her Snapchat. I'm not even allowed to follow my son on Snapchat. Ain't that some crazy? <laughs> no, thing? she got me on Snapchat, and then she tries to change it. I go and I add her right back. I got her Instagram and I got her Snapchat. I got him on Instagram and TikTok. I ain't got him on Snapchat. I just was looking at him like, yo, who made you, yo? And he just be <laughs> laughing. I'm like, yo, hey, I'm like, I'll throw you a little behind. Like, you, like I gotta t- remind him, like, yeah, you still you you getting taller, but I'm still your dad. I will. Rag tag you. Yeah, like <laughs> sit your little skinny. You ain't but sixty pounds soaking weight. Better go sit your little ass down. I remember when I think I don't know if it was my brother or my cousin, but somebody had gotten fresh with their mom. I feel like it's my brother. I think he tried to get fresh in front with my mom in front of his friends, and she went and she said, "Boy, you still shit in your underwears." And everybody was like, oh. <laughs> Damn. So, when you were saying about like whipping his ass, that's what came. Oh, well, you still shit in your uh, underwear. Like, who the fuck you talking to? Wow. That's just, that would have been a night over for me. I'm like, all right, uh, I'm going to head out. <laughs> Good night. I need to uh, go to school. See- I'm gonna need a transfer. I'm gonna see y'all next year when mm-hmm. I done got my stuff together and I know how to wipe my behind. Cause this is this is embarrassing. I would look at mom like, "Mom, you gotta relax." <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? That is crazy. Ay, ay, ay. I I I can't believe back. like that. I'm just like, damn, Shane isn't. He's in that teenager freeze, man. Because I, I obviously when like- he was ten or nine, right? Yeah, and he was like nine or ten when you met him. He ain't that kid no more. Like, remember how yeah. quiet? He is? Nah, that boy is. Like I say, the sexiest thirteen-year-old you ever meet. I don't yeah, even get it. And the thing is, like, all my siblings are at that age. Um, Isabel's eleven; she'll be twelve in February. Debbie is sixteen, and these are from my mom's side. Then from oh, my dad's no. side, um, sixteen. It's over. No, oh, that one. I'm it's over. That one, I gotta pray for that one. She got me a cup last year for Christmas because this girl was so reckless. She's still so reckless. I used to tell her, like, you need Jesus. Like, you seriously need Jesus. So she got me a cup last year, and the cup says, you need Jesus. And I said, because you sure do, child. You sure do. You need to go to church. Hey, now you can do about that. Yeah. and I'm still trying to figure out how to even get created like that. Yeah. So trying to stop it, and she's sixteen now. Like, there's oh, no stopping her. She yep. is who she is. Yeah, she has to go it. through hardships. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the only way that that's gonna change. She is who she is. She done got. And then from out. my dad's side, my sister just turned fourteen in November, mm-hmm. so he's getting that taste. You know, that was you know the girl that he used to always go to and stuff like that. So now when she talks back, he's like, "Who the fuck you think you are?" You know. Like, who's that, you know, where's that child that was all sweet and they hanged out with me and now you're over here sucking your teeth and rolling your eyes and talking back? Like, who the fuck are you? And I used to, like, I, I give my dad a lot of suggestions when it comes to my sisters because I'm just like, listen, these kids got it easy, okay? They don't know what it is to get an ass beat. No, not my kids. They know. Well, some kids, because my sisters sure don't know what an ass beating is. 
Because I'm just like, had I just went to my mom, I got popped in the mouth. Facts. What? There was no, what? there was no rolling my eyes, slamming the door. If I slammed that door, I got my, my door taken off because I slammed yeah, the door. Time. I didn't even have that. Shoot. <laughs> I, I had the whole bottom floor, right? She had, after, there was one time I snuck out. After that, it was a wrap. She put lots of chains on the back door. I couldn't oh, get in and out of there. It was a wrap. <laughs> she wasn't hearing none of that. It was nothing. She said, nope, you wouldn't play my those children, games. I could play it too. My discipline was the wheel of fortune. She would literally spin a wheel to figure out what my punishment was. What going. punishment? My like, dad I was saying. Basketball, ass whipping. Uh, I take my, 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 because I had a three way at the time. This, is, this shows my age, how old we were, right? Um, yeah, she'll take my three-way away, or she'll take the computer away, or I couldn't watch wrestling, or it was the choice of what and I was going to You had a computer? I didn't even have a computer. Well, we had a computer in my mom's room that that was the only house computer we had. But Well, my she... parents didn't know how to use the computer. I was the only one that did. <laughs> so that didn't uh... really work out in their favor. Yeah, AOL 2.0 was was the shiz naive boy. It was it was it. Yeah, the back then. <laughs> the little loading guy. I love. Yeah, I hated that dude. Yeah, I my little Dell computer that we had in the house. That's what we had to. Mm-hmm. I think that was like the most common computers that was out. And now affordable. it's cheap as hell. Now it's cheap yeah. as hell. But besides Shane, I know there was a uh, somebody else in your life that you had raised. I had two. Um, oh, yeah, two. Yeah, before me and T got together, there was a little girl I used to raise called Athena. All right, you tell me that off the camera. Yeah, you can tell so, us. Yeah, I've been in Athena's life since she was a baby, like from birth. Mm -hmm. um, I raised her up until she was five turning six and she was a year older than Shane right so when me and T got together and T moved in with me ultimately you know that was the dynamic you know Shane and and Athena they were the same age mm -hmm. so you know yeah I, I raised Athena uh me and her mom fell out so I haven't seen Athena since Athena was like eight I want to say eight because, I don't even know, it might have been seven or eight, because T was pregnant with Mia when when that fallout happened. So, Athena never met Mia. Mm. That's the one that you were telling me that you thought was yours? Yeah. Okay. And um, I, during that process, right, so when me and T got together and we, um, we, got, the, the, we got the second apartment, I want to say, mm -hmm. it's the same. no, we were still living in the first apartment. The first apartment, um, her, her, her baby sister has had this best friend that gave birth to this little girl. And she might've been like 14 at the time, 13 or 14 when she gave birth. Okay. So you know, she was still a kid. So we kind of helped her out with, you know, raising her child. So, um, I don't even know how it happened, honestly, but um, one of my wife's other sisters had her, had the baby, right? And I guess dropped her off at our apartment. And um, 
we had her for like a good bit. Of course, we, you know, we we did the communication thing, whatever, with the family and everything. Let her know we had her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, we had her. We had Kayla to, since she was like, a, she might have been like five or six months when we had when we got Kayla. Might have been like five or six months. And you know, there was periodically times that you know she would go back to her mom. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, when we moved to Georgia, Kayla came with us. Okay. So we had Kayla there with us up until Maya was born. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. So, yeah, we had Kayla up until when Maya was born. So she might have been, I think she was like five or six when she left and went back to her mom. But, yeah. And that must have been, like, hard. Like, having a kid for such a young time, even though she was back and forth, but, like, I know you guys, you were saying that like, you guys kind of like fell off and stuff like that, but was it hard, like, letting her go? Who, Athena? Um, yeah, the one that you helped raise. That I helped raise. What, the, those mine? No, the other one. Oh, Kayla. Yes. Kayla was hard to get to, to let go, yes, because she's been a part of, when me and this is me and T being married now. Have yeah. our family. We have Shane. Me is one. She's pregnant with Maya. Maya's born now. So me and Maya know who Kayla is. Mm-hmm. Kayla knows who me and Maya is. Those are her little right. sisters. Right. So it's hard because we have family pictures and she's in it. Yeah. And so that makes it hard. Yes, it's very hard. But again, that open line of communication to where she was always accessible to her mother, which we we wanted to like encourage because we knew this wasn't going to be a forever thing. It was just more or less for her to get on her feet. So when she was on her feet, we knew like eventually that this was going to be the case of everything. Yeah. So yeah, it hurt, but all in all, this was the plan. So right. you prepare yourself for it. Do yeah. we think about Kayla all the time? Of course, we think about Kayla all the time. I, 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 I stalked I the, um, the progress just to see if she's good. A lot of, um, I have a, I have like two friends. One lives in PA and one is here and they've done foster care. And they're saying that that's that's one of the hardest things because you have a child with you for a long time. And when the Mm -hmm. mom is just like, well, okay, I'm better now. I can take care of my kid. And they just take the kid away and give her back to her mom because she has the rights. Like those, that's legally her child. Unless you adopt the child, then it's different. Which was a thought. It was a thought. It was definitely a thought because again, she was a kid. She was, 13, 14 when she gave birth to Kayla. So it was more or less of um again, and she lived in New York, you know, which we all know how tough it is to, yeah. to grow up in New York. So it, it it either makes you break you, it either turns you into a hustler, turns you into a, a good citizen, or it turns you into the, the, the worst cream of the crop, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's your pick of the litter. So it was real touch and go. We didn't know where her mother was going to you know, end up, you know, but thank God she, you know, she had the, the hustlers mentality. She got to where she needed to get to. She got able and now she's able to be 
all that and more of a mother for you know for Kayla, which mm -hmm. we're happy for. You know, we're proud of because we know Kayla loved her mother. That was that was that was the end all be all. You know, and yeah. you know you 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 want that because you don't you know you you don't go in it wanting to replace you know the parent. You go into it just wanting to make sure she doesn't lack or or he doesn't lack love and support and that's all that it was that's the whole basis of it you know you you don't want the, you don't want a child to fall off course because something that's not in their control right so that was that was that's all that it was about it was just all love and support making sure of that of course making sure that wanted, they both were good yeah that's all that mm -hmm. it was about so I mean, now that she's at the that that she was at the place that she needed to be, to to do what she was supposed to do, then we we support it, you know. Right. We happy for. Her. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, I, I hope people have said that they appreciate you, and you know, because if they don't, that I I'm proud of all that you've done. I know that. Um, probably finding out that a child that you've been raising is not really yours must have been very hurtful. Yeah, and no. Regardless of what the DNA say, that is my first child. I mean, I like, still, I know you still loved her. Love her. Right? I still love her to this day. Yeah, yeah. It, it like, hurts I that I don't... Know that you love her. Let yeah. me correct myself. Thank you. Um, But just like, you know, like, you see a lot of shows, like, like Maury, for instance, because, you know, I'm that old. But you have people that want to be the father. And, they, you know, of course they feel hurt because they're just like, you know, you did me wrong. and But you know what? At the end of the day, this is still my child no matter what. Which is how you were. Like, you know, no matter what, like, I still love her like my own. Well, I knew you know? from Gate. I knew from when she was like one. Well, not when she was one. Well, I, I had an idea. Okay. <laughs> but, again, I didn't really enforce anything until she was like probably like a year and then when i found out i was like all right then you know it is what it is but yeah that situation what what done i'm mm -hmm. still gonna be present and for the for the longest part she stayed with me and my mom or whatever the case may be up until i moved to philly and even when i moved to philly she still stayed with my mom so okay. until my mom moved to georgia so it like it just like i said it doesn't change anything. We just are now. We know what the the situation is. It's not hidden. It's not an assumption. It's not right. something that you know is the forbidden wall that nobody knows and nobody thinks to even explore. We know what it is, and we move forward. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't get mad at her. Like it is what it is. It's it is what it is. Yeah. At least the truth is out. We know what it is, and like I said, it doesn't change the fact that I love that little girl. Right. I remember there was there was this one time years ago. I I think I had just turned eighteen years old, mm -hmm. and there was this guy that was trying to get with me, and we, you know, we would I would see him here and there because he worked near me. But he didn't live that far either. He was like three blocks away from where I live. He was like the super of one of the buildings. Mm -hmm. And he told me he had a son. His son was five months old, I believe. I know he was still like a baby. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, oh, okay. And, you know, like I have nothing against kids or whatever. 
And so then he told me the story of what happened. And what ended up happening was that, you know, he was with the baby moms. They had the kids together. I guess she probably pressed him or something. Mm-hmm. When he woke up, she was gone. And she never came back. And That's so, crazy. you know, we, we were talking and getting to know each other. But he kept rushing me to meet the baby. And I didn't want to yet because I didn't know where me and him were standing. I don't want to meet a child because especially the baby was so young and knowing how I am with kids, I want to create that bond right away and then we don't work out and now I'm hurt. I know the feeling. (laughs) You know, and I think that was the first time that I've ever let somebody down like that because he kept pushing it and like it no longer came became about like me and him getting to know each other. It became like, you need to meet my son. So you could be a mom. Yeah. And generally like after I told him that and he was upset and whatever, and he was hurt. But then like a few days later, like he texted me, he was like, you are right. Like I, like, yes, I was attracted to you, but I was also looking more for a mom for my son. And I was like, and I was like, you know, I get it. You know, every child should have a mom and a father in their life but you can't push it on me not saying that i wasn't gonna love the child but i'm saying that i probably would have overly loved your child and then had things not work between us now i'm heartbroken you know especially that it's a baby yes amanda to this day i i i like me and t have we've had plenty of conversations about um athena and i just be like damn i know how the situation played out, it probably could have went different. It was a lot of, it's a lot of pieces that played in, in, into the part of the way that me and her mom just did not get along. It was always like a headbutt thing. I would never really go on air to anything or, or really be vocal as to how that dynamic between me and her was. Mm-hmm. Those that were there, they know. <laughs> so it's just, like I said, I don't I don't care about the relationship between me and her mom. It was always everything I did, whether it was me doing music, whether it was me selling my music and my rights to everything at that time frame. Because this is this is me before you know the husband and 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 the father aspect to where I'm at now. This is me, this is me at 20, 21, 22, grind mode. All I'm doing is I'm in and out the studio. Mm-hmm making music doing doing everything i'm doing i'm doing all of that just so this little girl did not have to want for anything and 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 you you already know the type of father i am Mm -hmm. because there's been plenty of times that you came to the studio and we were recording your and my babies is right there yeah i I just sent you guys videos the other day of me with the babies so it's like every, every every aspect of what i was doing she was there if you were trying to talk to me, the first thing you knew is, look, this is my situation. This da 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 So there was no half-stepping. Even when me and T started talking, this is the mm-hmm. situation. This is what's going on. I lay it all out on the table so you know right. how I'm coming. So, I mean. and It's not it a surprise as, you know, becoming a relationship and be like, wait, you ain't telling me you got a kid. Exactly. And even with the, with the situation with me and, um. And, and and the thing that I never it took me a little bit before I even told T the truth as far as that whole situation 
it got to the point where I had no choice but to explain to her, like, look, this is the story from beginning to end. And because me and T were getting serious, it was we were talking about we were talking about marriage, we were talking about you know having kids and all this other stuff. It was getting to that point. So then I'm like, all right, there's something that you gotta know first. So you know, so when we make this decision to become more in tune of it being an us, it's no, it's no longer just my decisions on how I approach certain things. Because now I got to think on the basis of you and Shane. You know what I'm saying? So right. we got to make decisions together as a, as a unit. So when it came down to the situation between me and, and Athena's mom, and it was something that she was asking me to do that I could not do, but that I didn't really agree with doing from gate. It still was something that I had to talk to my wife about. Mm -hmm. Right. And we both, and even though she was kind of on board with it, she was basically saying it's really how you feel about the situation. And it just, like I said, it went left and it just turned into the, Oh, you got your own kids. You need to worry about that. Da, 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 and then mm. ghosts could not find her. Wow. <laughs> so it, just, it, it is what it is. And like I said, it, it hurts. I think about it on the regular. There's times that, you know, her birthday will come through and I'll just be like, and I'll see like the memories on Facebook. Damn the memories on Facebook, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll yeah, see those memories. Sh and that it, shit's hurt. And mm -hmm. it, it hurts. I still got the pictures on my Facebook of me and this little girl together. And it's like, it kills me sometimes because, you know, I have friends because I don't really lose friends like that for some reason. I still that. Everybody still stays in tune with me for a little bit, but there's people that will remember that time in my life, and they'll be like, "Well, well how's Athena?" And I gotta get the give them. Well, I don't, I don't really know, bro. Yeah. Know. And they don't know the story, right? So it turns into like, "Damn, bro, it's like that." You're not, nah, homie. It's not even like that. But if that's what you think, that's your path. I can't. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna indulge in that whole storyline to make you feel better about how you view me. If that's how you view me, that's how you view me. I don't know what to tell you. But right. it hurts It hurts every day. Especially looking at me and Maya and I know how much Athena loved Kayla. <laughs> like the idea of Kayla, because Kayla was a baby at that time. So like yeah. how she was with Kayla or how she was with Shane, even though she wasn't that much older than Shane. Which they used to argue all the time because Shane would be like, "You're not that." <laughs> it's like brother and sister. Yeah, but it was just like she would have adored Mia and Maya. She would have adored Mia and Maya, especially Mia, because Mia is a character. <laughs> Whole character. I love Misa Mia. She's I love both of them like crazy. But it's like you said, her character. There's just something about her character. She is different. And those little face expressions that she gives you. She a, a low-key little diva, too. She is different. I don't even know who made her like that. <laughs> she, don't get me wrong. She gives, she gives you moments where she, she's like me. And then she gives you moments where she's like T. But then there's certain ass. I'm like, who the hell did she get that from? <laughs> like, who does that? Like, when she sees a camera, she's not shy. She's just on point. Yeah. Like, on point. Like, whenever I, like, I have pictures that has popped up, and you see her, like, she's taking my picture, like, the phone, and take pictures on it. Or, like, even with T on her Snapchat. And I'd be like, did you know that she posted this? And she'd be like, no, this girl. 
Oh, you should see her TikTok. Look at your Snapchat. She took a picture on your Snapchat and posted it. Mia goes viral on TikTok, and I don't even understand it. I'm like, you're five. Who? who? I don't even know how to work TikTok. <laughs> she does stuff in like T. I got her. Got her. Had to delete certain videos and and restrict her page because she was getting like thousands and thousands of viewers and stuff. And I'm like, yo, oh wow. Because we find we out. Yeah, I don't know how. Like she know how to work the internet better than me. I'm about to tell Dre we might need to hire her as PR. Cause she, know how to, she, she knows how to get viewers for some reason. I don't even know how she did it. You saw the, the video of her with the Bianca Belair. That blew yeah. up. I didn't even know how that blew up. It, it got it got all the way to WWE. I, I'm I'm like, oh, oh shoot. It, it's it's mind blowing, but like she's just yo, I don't even I can't explain it. <laughs> and I really don't. Like I'm proud of her, and then I'm like, yo, just in awe, because it's like, yo. All of like out of all the interactions with you know us raising kids that were not uh, ours, right? Yes, we had Makai. Mm-hmm. We lost Makai. We love Makai. That's technically still our firstborn together, mm-hmm. right? But Mia is our actual in life first like child, right? Yeah. That is the epitome of me and T together, right? Just to see her and just be like how she does the things that she and she infects. She affects so many people, like so many, so many people love that little girl. It yeah, is they they are both so loved. I like, think that crazy. a lot of times we don't mean we saying like, "Man, how you doing?" We're like, "So how's the babies?" Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and, and then I'd be like, cool. "Oh, I should ask how you doing?" And now how's my nieces? <laughs> yeah, like I just, Maya is me. There's no <laughs> she's me. That that little yeah. girl is like. She laid back. She ain't with nothing. She's just chilling. But when she getting her, when she getting her vibe and she feeling herself, she's active. Mm-hmm. Mia is just <laughs> like needs a TV show. It's just she's she needs her life. own show. She's full of life. That little girl knows words like she knows songs that I'm hearing for the first time, and she's singing it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, where are you? She sing like remember when she was singing six nine and, and, and yeah and Pop in the I'm car. Like, Yo, those are gang. That is gang words that you're saying. You need to relax. <laughs> she there singing off. She said, "I'm about to have a sing up. Hold up, hold up." Screaming Treyway. I said, "You don't even know what that means. You need to relax." <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> you bugging? Trying to get me shot? I'm. I love Brooklyn. You gotta relax. I, we we got to return eventually. <laughs> Oh man! Cool girls, but I, yeah, I, I salute you. Huh? I said I salute you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I don't are do it you, alone. Are you guys? Do you, is there any plans for any more Mia Mayas? Uh, uh, I look. <laughs> I'm not even gonna hold you. There's been times we talk about it, but then there's like certain goals that we want to get to. Yeah. To get to that point. Like like I told you earlier, like the house yeah. aspect, the credit. Um we gotta we got a goal post to where we're gonna go with that. So when we get to that, I'm pretty sure we're gonna go back to the thought of you know having, having another, another child. One. But would you have another child or would you adopt another uh, like a child? We, we would do either one. Me and T, we it's like if you would have ever met her mother and my mother, mm-hmm. They're like 
one and the same in 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 in, in the same aspect. And I don't think me and her ever really talk. It's just you know, you know, I have my moments. So I just be deep in thought. Yeah. And I watch videos and stuff, and then I'll sit there and think about certain things. Like my my wife has a big family, right? Yeah. And to one of my first interactions with her whole family was her mom's funeral, right? And to hear all the stories about how how she took them all in and treated them like, you know, like her kids. My mm-hmm. mom was the same exact way. That's why when you hear like, oh, you got a lot of brothers. I got all, like, if you really knew me to get to the point where I moved to Philly, there was at one point I had at least 19 people in my house, all mm-hmm. like brothers and sisters. Why? Because that foundation was there that my mom opened up her home to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And she gave them that love to let them know, like, look, you are safe here. You're loved here. We're going to support you. And they both had that that mindset and that and and that heart. And where I would where where our mother's kids. So yeah. I, w- I was I was just together. thinking that, like you were saying that, and I said, oh, you guys are just like your parents. You yeah, guys are so the same exact way. You guys are very opening. And you know, welcoming. I mean, to to people like that. I've seen it, and I, you know, the years that I've I've known you, I know that you're very, you and T are very like that. You you know, you see a need, and you're like, listen, we got you. You know, we need to crash here. Like we got you, type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We love everybody, yo. Even the ones that don't love us or don't that that got a problem with us, we still love you. Yeah. Just gotta play That's it. It is what it is. Like yeah. it, I'm. I don't have a hating bone in my body. I don't hate nobody. You do me wrong. All right, cool. That's your path, homie. That is what it is. I still mm-hmm. love you though. Do what you gotta do. Right. You're gonna feel more like shit because you're going you're hating a person that don't hate you. He loves you genuinely. And I love everybody. I got love for everybody. Mm-hmm. If you ever need me, I'm gonna always be there the best way that I can. Yeah. So I, I've definitely have experienced that from you guys. I was excited when New Year's hit and cause you know, I'm always that type, I'm that person when it hits 12 o'clock, I start sending people text messages and I was actually starting to fall asleep on New Year's day when it hit 12. Mm-hmm. And as I was, I was about to close my eyes, my phone vibrated and I looked at it and it was your wife. And I was like, Oh, T text me. And she was saying, Happy New Year, girl. And I was just like, Oh, she texts me. She loves me. And yeah. I texted her back. I was like, I miss you so much. And you know how hard it was to turn that thug into a softie? She's a thug. <laughs> like to get her to be like, don't get me wrong, she loves everybody and she but she won't show it. She'll she just like you supposed to know that I love you. Like one minute. Yeah. Like, Trust me, like, I get it. Mm-hmm. So I mean to get her to the point that not even just to get her to the point, but to open her up to that to that level to where we're like we're just comfortable with us being us like there's no half stepping with us anybody that knows us know how we're coming we love we love everybody we we, we, we try to genuinely be there for everybody but don't get don't 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 get it don't get it twisted if shit needs to go left we go left right two times over we do (laughs) but you know, at the end of all, at the end of all of that, we'd be like, "All right, whatever happened and it happens, we still love you." Mm-hmm. It's by distance, right? We got these little, I little like that. I like that I did this episode because I don't know if it was my last session. No, 
I don't remember. But my one of my episodes I did with Wilkins, and we spoke about you know his his mom taking mm-hmm. in him and and his brother. And even though she's biologically not his mom, that's his mom. You know, yeah. she took in two kids that she didn't have to take in, but she did. And I like that I did this because I, I, as you were talking, I was like, oh, snap, I forgot that I did this with Wilkins. But it's great because you have a woman's point of view and you have a man's point of view. So I, I like that I did this. You know? I think that's low-key why me and Wilkins are so tight. Because Wilkins, yeah. I think Wilkins sees that in me. Like yo, you like yo, you an asshole. <laughs> but you know, you 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 one of the good assholes. Well, all right, Wilkins, you gotta relax. Yeah. Sometimes I see him like he be posting other stuff, and I'm just like, you know, if people were to really know the real Wilkins, they would understand that Wilkins has a lot of love to offer. Just but you know, he's he's like you like your wife. You know, he's hard. He he's same hey, time. You know, putting that shield like now nah, I'm a tough. I'm a tough guy. They're the same sign. They're exactly alike. Oh, there you go. Same sign. They're a couple days apart. That's right. When- That's why I always tell when everybody trying to get away from like y'all just don't understand how he <laughs> says things. You just gotta understand mm-hmm. his point of view and how he says it. Cause he's not gonna change how he says it. He right. says it how he says it, but that's not what he meant when mm-hmm. he says certain things. My wife is the same way. She rubbed people the wrong way because she don't know how to say it, say things say properly it. where it's not offending mm-hmm. people. We had a hard time in Georgia because they were just not understanding <laughs> the fact that, like, she's not, she, she's coming in peace. But even if she wasn't, I don't think that's a problem you want. But neither here nor there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, Wilkins, Wilkins genuinely looks out for people yeah. more or less the same like my wife do. He's just, he's misunderstood. And mm-hmm. I understand that because I'm somewhat the same. Like, it, it it happens, you know, but yeah. Trust me, I, I get it. I had to deal with that today. And that's why I was just like I can be very high headed and yes, very Yeah. <laughs> you yelled at me. We're never gonna forget that. We're never gonna forget that. I'm like, what the hell did I do? I'm very high headed and I'm very hard headed. And so, you know, I just had like a little situation at work today and it's not just today. It's beginning on going on for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm that type of person that bottles everything in. But today was just like, today's the last straw. And I didn't want to be that person to say anything. Because I was like, I know if I say something, it's not going to come out nice. So I spoke to my teacher about my concerns and I was just like, you know, let me know if I'm wrong. Because sometimes you have to realize that, too, if you're the one that's wrong. Yeah. And so I'm explaining to her the situation and, and from, you know, from the beginning to what happened today. And so she was like, oh, no, like, that's that's not what it's supposed to be. Like, it's like this and like that and that. And I said, OK. And she said, but, but things were done correctly when we were there. And I was like, exactly. And, you know, so like, long story short, uh, my teacher... I, so my school is more than one location. My teacher is acting principal in a different location right now. So they left me in charge of my classroom. So I'm the head teacher right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one of my assistant teachers, it seems like he has a problem with my authority of me being in charge. And so it's not just me that notices, other people notice it too. And the person is also military. So they were saying maybe it's like a military thing where they had that supreme leader 
It and is. now you come in, it's like, but you're not my supreme leader. She is. You know what I mean? So I spoke to my teacher about it. So she made a meeting about it, made it general, and made it known like she's the one that's left in charge. This is who I've chose. This is who the principal chose to leave in charge of the classroom. Does anybody have a problem with it? They were like, no, we're good. And they were saying, okay, there you go. So I was like, you know, I'd rather come from her because, you know, you you don't want to see me as the leader right now and i'm not that person either like well i'm the one that's in charge i'd rather you hear from my teacher than from me so but she took care of it and everything was fine afterwards so i was just like dear lord you know like i know i can be because had i taken control of it it would have been a whole disaster i would have said whatever i wanted to say and if i hurt your feelings i was not going to care i go that route anyway I wish someone would tell me something different. Care what? I don't care what rank you in. Mm-hmm. And nobody's acceptable to getting kicked in the nuts. That's how I feel. I yeah. So yeah. it's all about how you handle things. You handled it the right way, well, the professional way. Me. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. I was like, listen, I, I really do love my job, and I'm trying to build here. Like, let's keep this professional, and let me talk to my teacher because she can teach me some professional stuff. I mean, not that I'm not professional. But I know when I'm angry, I'm I can I switch to a different person. That's that's the thing about Gemini's. Like people say that we're two faced. It's not that we're two faced. We can be two different people when we're nice and when well, we're. I dated angry. one. She was like seven different people. <laughs> I don't know that's, who I was. So that's me. Like when I'm angry, I am a totally different person. With you know you've seen, and um, mm-hmm. but you've like I think my new inner circle has never seen me at the, my highest of when I'm like losing my shit. Cause I try my best not to be that person. Cause at that time I, I black out and I don't remember what happens. Oh, Amanda, I thank God for Donna and Tavia <laughs> every day. Yes. Let me tell you, Donna has, she has changed me. And like, Donna kept me from making another, making, getting me another case. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. It was there. It, it was getting there. And Tavia, Tavia just, I don't know. I, Tavia sees something in me. Tavia and Dre, they see something in me that I didn't see. So I get coached on a, every episode on <laughs> ways that I can get better. And because, I, I don't know, maybe I got a little bit of Tamia in me to where maybe I need certain, you know, I, there's a certain level of success that I can reach to with this podcast stuff or entertainment mm-hmm. in general. But Tavia is like, a PR goddess, oh, the way she just like she coaches me on things to get professional, and Donna's mm-hmm. just more or less like she's like my psychiatrist. <laughs> so it's like she's like, don't let them, yeah, don't, like, like don't let them get to. That I haven't, point. I haven't even. There's very few people that know what's going on in my personal life, and her, you know, she and I, like, I, I tend to try to hit her up because, you know, she does a lot for us. She gives us guidance cards and all this stuff. And I tend to try to hit her up to generally see how she's doing. Facts. You know, you, she's always concerned about us. I'm like, how are you doing? You know? And so, but recently, you know, she did the New Year's guidance. Yeah. And so I asked for a card and exactly what I had already determined to do for the year was what my card came out. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, well, that's just kind of confirmation. Like, this is what you need to let go of, you know? Yeah. So, but I don't want to keep you so much longer. 
I gotta put my glasses back down because not on the end it. Because you can see oh, the little ring yeah. on my light, and then occasionally you see like the blue lighting and all this other stuff that's been in my glasses now. But Matt, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming Good on. Time. I know we've been trying to link up, and today I was just like, I was just ready. You know what? I, I didn't sleep well last night, so I needed. I took like a little. 30 minute nap like when I text you I was like literally 10 minutes into my nap and I was like let me text him and I need a few more minutes and then I took a few more minutes and I was like okay now I gotta like prepare myself and kind of wake up type of thing <laughs> when you text me I was cooking I'm like alright cool so I got time <laughs> to finish it I'm like alright cool I thought I was gonna have to stop mid midway and try to get you know Evelina to come downstairs and, and <laughs> finish it which would have been left too but yeah, nah, that's cool. But, Anytime. You know, you know. I, I want to try, and I know that you were saying that she's not gonna do it. I mean, maybe if it's just an audio thing. Soon as I told her, that, you see, you, you, I had it on mute. I told her to come in here and say hi. She's like, I'm not getting on camera. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right, got it. Well, either way, I need to see you guys because I miss you guys so much. Loki missed the kids more, but I also miss you guys more too. You know. <laughs> Kobe gotta relax. That's the only way we Kobe gotta relax. You they know, because relax. I'm tired of you know I, my and I keep saying we're gonna end this, but whatever. But my meeple gave birth like five months ago. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. five months ago, and I was gonna see her during my winter break, mm -hmm. but this whole new COVID started, and I, you know, she was in Jersey. I gotta take the path train there. I didn't feel comfortable with taking all that transportation to then go see the baby. Understandable. So, and that's the thing, like, she understands that, you know? But there's some people that are very inconsiderate, and they'll be like, oh, no, I'm going to take this and take that and see the new baby. And it's like, no. Because she was even telling me, like, when she first got, had her baby, she had to kind of pause everybody from coming because people were just coming and coming, and she was just yeah. so overwhelmed. And it's like, hello, guys. Like, we still live in the COVID world, and I need to protect exactly. my baby. That's more or less why I'm like, I don't know about the New York thing, like, me... Like, I, don't get me wrong, I, I got to go, we got to go there this week to go pick up Shane, but mm -hmm. um, other than that, like, I think the last time I went to New York was for my father's retirement party. Before yeah. that, it, it was even before that, it was a long time. It was, it's just, I don't know, we, we, it's it's a weird time frame, man. Yeah. You know, COVID already hit this house, so it's like, and that was like demon time. I couldn't even, I couldn't deal with it. I was the only one that was you no know, that was healthy. So it was like mm. and it's three floors. Yeah. So imagine going up and down, up and down trying to cater. Making sure everybody's everybody. okay. Yeah. So it's like we do not want to invoke that again. So it's like no. It's 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 a scary world, you know. Like even though I had a break from school, I stood here majority of the time. Yeah. The only time I went out was Christmas and I was at my dad's house. And then I saw my aunt one of the times, and that was it. I stood home. I didn't do anything else. I did not want to go out yeah. because I was just like, you know, you hear people go out just with their girlfriends or, their, or hang out with their friends and out of, you know, going for drinks. And then they find out they have COVID. And I'm just like, I don't even feel comfortable going to a restaurant. I don't feel comfortable going anywhere. So exactly. it's just like, even my life right now, I go to work. If it weren't for work, I wish that we would be remote. I don't have to worry about taking the train and the bus and all this other stuff. But I come home, I have my Lysol there, and I have my hand sanitizer. And it's just like, you know, you like I was texting mom today, I'm tired of this world that we're living in. Like, when is when does shit going to ever end? 
I don't want to have to feel concerned like, oh, I'm going to see my dad. Like, let me go get tested because I don't want to give them COVID or anything, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's too much. I'm tired. I hate it here. <laughs> Facts. This house and my dad's house. That's where I'm at. I hear you. But Matt, muchas gracias. I appreciate it. Much, much, much love. Anytime, anytime. All right, mi gente. Until next time. Bye.